So, Wolfster, um, I've been browsing the Supercars website, catching up on a bit of news. Right, uh, what's the same up to? Oh, no, I haven't heard from him. Um, Howard's still in charge at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, they got all these top tens and all sort of stuff. They've got the top ten crashes. Mm-hmm. They're still pretty salty. Maybe they should get some tequila then. Second and hopefully not last edition of the Supercar Insiders Touring Cast, Will DJ Sierra's last, someone cops a furious George Blast, the Datsuns are bloody fast, and is anyone actually listening to this podcast? Yes, welcome to the Touring Cast. I'm the Warpster and with me are the Sound Engineer, G'day, and the DSO. Uh, good afternoon, uh, ladies and gentlemen out there in internet land. Hey, um, are we missing the racing yet? Yeah. 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 Um, there's, there's even nothing on free to wear. <laughs> hey, uh, on the social media DSO, what the hell are you doing with your phone, sound engineer? Are you right there? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. So, how about you get back on track? It wouldn't. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be a um, podcast without the sound engineer being on his phone. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry that I got a text from work, mate. <laughs> Why well, you're being called in? Oh no, I'm being called off. Oh right, eh? You're right, stuck eh? with us now. You're stuck with us. So uh, and and your and your weekend pay rates have just diminished incredibly. I said so, a call off. I didn't get fired. Oh right. Okay. So in a nutshell, we're back in the DeLorean, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, in the Wayback Machine, we're heading for 1987 Warbster. Uh yes, mullets are in. John Howard is out, and we're going Group A racing again. Yep, twenty uh, first of June, and we're at a decidedly overcast day at Amaru. They're running up and down the hill for round eight of the Australian Touring Car Championship. Absolutely. So, uh, if those of you want to watch along on, at home and um, and listen to our uh, stunningly uh, ordinary attempts at commentating the race, I think the correct word is nonsense. Sorry, that too. Um, the race is on the Sevens Magic Moments of Motorsport Group A Classic Volume One, but uh, you can go to the 100 uh, YouTube site and search for 1987 Amaru ATCC, and uh, that's where it'll come up. So the YouTubers will basically just need to load and pause. Uh, the ones on the DVD will need to pause when Grice's car appears at timestamp 54.50 or after Peter Griffin goes through the grid. Yes, a.k.a. Mike Raymond. So, while you're hopefully sorting all that out, um, Warbster and I'll do a couple of little things in terms of some background. So, 87 was the year Group A hit Generation 2. Gone were the days of adapting the best road car in your range Rather, it was a case of building enough of the best you could engineer to be homologated, in theory. Yes, uh, the Europeans were a little bit um, dodgy when it comes to rules. But uh, but we're not in Europe. No, that's the European way. Uh, the two main protagonists in Australia were the uh, Nissan Skyline RS Turbo mm-hmm. and the, the Ford Sierra Cosworth. So uh, hang on, that, but just back to the Skyline, R30 R30. One. 
R31. No. R30? R30. Yep. The four-cylinder, yep. FJ20 ET. Okay. I'll, I'll leave it there. Um, Ford Nerd. Sierra Cosworth. Nerd. You'll be drifting in a minute. Ford Sierra Cosworth. I think we'll be drifting if we don't get back on track here. Yeah, righto. Uh, Ford Sierra Cosworth, not the RS500. That wasn't homologated yet. Yep. The Holden VL Commodore Group A, the last of the Peter Brock engineered cars. Mm-hmm. And the original A30 BMW M3. Oh, and weren't they a... F- Great looking little shoebox. They were indeed. The Bavarian murder weapons were are being run by the legendary Frank Gardner's uh, JPS team and are racing on their home track, Amaru. So Tony Longhurst uh, and Ludwig Finnauer are backing up Jim Richards, who's chasing the Touring Car Championship. And as the Warbster just said on the team's home test track, they need to peg back points from the baby-faced assassin, Glenn Seaton. Uh, Seaton's uh, in the Nissan Skyline RS Turbo, the first product of the Gibson-owned uh, Nissan motorsport team. Uh, in the absence of Volvo, they are the reigning champions. Nearly at the end of its development cycle after success in 86 with George Fury and Gary Scott, 87 would be its last year. Yep, so Fury and, uh, last year with Fury and Seaton, before the R31 GTSR, uh, as we saw last episode, would come in and take over. Um, the Ford Sierra is in the middle of a development cycle. The Australian teams are still getting on top of it, um, led by Dick Johnson. Um, using European parts not suited to local conditions and learning all about turbo technology, you can't really say the locals were having much fun at that stage. Their time will come though, and uh, anyone who's a close student of the sport will know as we said in the uh, 1989 Winton edition, when their time comes, their time comes. Mm. Speaking of not fun, Holden is having a horrible year, as was uh, regular during the Group A period. So Larry Perkins and Alan Grice are the factory are being factory supported in the wake of uh, who isn't uh, <clears throat> 11 or 14, and we're only three months after the infamous polarizer split from Holden. Um, HDT is represented in name only and combined with, let's be honest, unsuitable cars for sprint races, it's going to be a lean time for Team Red. Absolutely. Uh, The reorganisation begins about now. Uh, Tom Walkinshaw is brought in from England. He signs a deal. And the VL Commodore, which we saw in the last episode of the Warpster cast, is a result of that. Touring cast. Touring cast. That's all right. All righty. Hopefully you've got all uh, of the back catalogue and the history. Those of you ready to watch and play along with us, hit play right about now. Gricey in the VL Commodore, the Bob Jane car. Here we go. Gricey with his Arai helmet, proudly sponsored by Yokohama and Valvoline. Say what you want about Gricey, but he was very good at collecting personal sponsors. Yep, absolutely. Uh, There they all are in the dashboard. Channel 7, Chickadee Chicken, Roadways... Valvoline, uh, Yokohama, yep. Bob Jane T-Marts. Uh, Bob Jane, big. Bob's a big, big supporter. So here we go with a front row. The Datsuns flying to the front. Nissan front row, row lockout, and boy, do we miss those. Well, maybe just me. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say the Kelly brothers miss Nissan front row lockouts too. <clears throat> Never had one. Ludwig Finauer, aka Goofy, uh, long time oh, JPS engine Hang on, I'll pause you for a sec. Have a look at these grid girls. Aren't they tastefully attired? Much more tastefully than 
recent past. Absolutely. They're allowed to wear jumpers. Yeah, it must have been cold. They, they must be allowed to be comfortable. Absolutely. And, and, and Lycra and God knows what else. You know, the Peter Jackson girls were the queens of Lycra only a few short years later. Warp Struck and tell you right indeed. now. Look, we so now are a goofy, long-time JPS engine man uh, trying to help Richo and get signatures for his international license for Bathurst. Not sure how he's going to do that five places up the grid from Richo, but yep. we'll see what happens. Uh, we didn't mention the Alfa Romeo before. Is, There's a good reason for that. It'll only last about half a race. Yep, there's Bondi. Um, clearing the grid. Obviously, they've uh, they've blown the sign. I wonder if those two New South Wales coppers are in this telecast as well. I'm loving this grid, how it's set out. Oh, very, very much a, uh, a condensed grid, isn't it, uh, Minion? Looks it's like George, George is wrenching on the gear lever there, just making sure she's in first. Yep. So we've got... Uh, Nissan on the front row, BMW and DJ. And there they Michelle, go. Didn't, Michelle have, Sierra. didn't even see the flag, couldn't see the flag. Up we go, Bitcher Pave Hill for the first time. 280p, ladies and gentlemen. And it's going to be Nissan and Nissan locking out the front two positions. Trying to go three wide over the top of the crest as they, as they roll on down to Dunlop Loop. And Furious George is in front, which is not what they want because no. they want Seaton in front. Uh, not at all. Followed by DJ pushing that little T3 as hard as it'll go. Yeah, run through there to uh, Mazda, what used to be Mazda Corner. And then down to Honda. So they renamed all the corners since yeah. we did 1982. Honda Corner now, no, no, that's still Honda Corner. Oh, uh, Gary Scott. Gary Scott's been turned around by JB. Yep. And the how, the, oh, how the field didn't hit him, I do not know. Hmm. How, how did all the spectators feel thinking that was Brocky? Rever- reverse, uh, reverse gear works. Also, also noticed that uh, the mobile team had so little money, they're actually running a VK there. Mm, because the designated VL was sold to Alan Moffat and is the car that won the Monza WTCC uh, round. Very, very nice segue, Bobster. And I'm going to call myself a nerd on yeah. that one. And here we go. We've got Nissan putting a move on Nissan. That's uh, Sato and going around the outside. Absolutely like... hosed Farmer George there. And I think uh, I think he did that on purpose. And I don't think Dick Johnson liked it very much because no. there was a mobile roadblock in front of him. Yeah, absolutely. Farmer George is uh, is driving that. Uh... Well, see, Dick should Dick should understand what it's like to have a teammate making the car four car widths wide. Because uh, that's all Bowie used to do. That's true. It's actually Greg Hansford this year, so uh, it's not quite Bowie yet. Bowie comes in next year. No, but... LP, yeah, okay. down, LP down the inside of a JPS BMW, so that'd have to be Finn Hour. Yep. Who then gets uh, caught on the outside, a couple of Holdens yeah, go by. Grice, gobbles him up too. Richo's already gained a couple of positions and is uh, closing fast on his teammate. Look at that great camera angle over the top of the track. Mm. The, um, the TV technology from 1987, second to none. What, what, what we can see of it anyway. You can have panning yeah. camera angles, all right? <laughs> I was going to say, they used to film this with uh, with about six cameras. Right so here we go. Perkins. DJ on the inside. Oh, Dick, takes the, Dick takes the fast line, which is normally the slow line, but he'd made some time up. Uh, Larry monstering all over him. Is oh, Brocky behind him, so having a bit of a lock up there. Lock, locked it up. Tell you what, he'll have 11 or 14 flat spots by the end of the lap if he keeps that up. Yeah, he'll be driving the car around 50 cent pieces for wheels. So, well, that's probably um, how, how much he's got in the bank at the moment. Yeah, someone took it all. 
<clears throat> or it got moved. Doesn't matter. So Dick puts a move, tries to oh, put a move on Farmer George. George. Does he, George is sideways. Was there a touch there or not? There was a touch there. And I'll also note that Farmer George is on a harder compound rear than uh, Glenn Seaton is. So, and that's uh, a bit on, skittish. A, on a tight, twisty track like Amaroo, you'd think you'd want oh, every bit Perkins of grip again. And Perkins there he gives goes. him a rub. And Farmer George is heading, oh, gobbled up nicely. Seen a lot of cars into that concrete wall over the... Over the journey at Amaru, so um, indeed, and there's Richo looking menacing, and Richo is ready to gobble up Farmer George as well. I tell you what, George wishes driving the school bus the way that thing's handling at the moment. I think he actually handles like a school. And there goes Richo. And there goes the Richo. So right about now, George has been hit by just about everyone except the um, pace car. Was, was that a, was that a pointing finger or a middle finger? Um, I can't tell there. I'm not sure, but he's been hit by everything but the pace car, which is a pretty difficult char- task because there wasn't pace cars and the, back and, then. And the best part is none of them were Gricey. <laughs> no, for a change, Grice, every Everybody hit him. Oh no, hang on, here's Gricey's turn. Here's Gricey. Oh no. Channel 7 race, Dulux Auto Colour Channel 7 race came from uh, from the Grice-mobile there. Chickadee, Valvoline. Uh, Bob Jane T-Marts. Bob Jane T-Marts. Ch- Chickadee, Valvoline, Yokohama. Bob Jane T-Marts, Roadways. Roadways of Tasmania. We've got the lot. Yeah. Who says commercialism's a new thing? Anyway, you any, see the uh, the, the any, back of that Nissan's looking very taily there. Any, anyhow, have a Winfield. Oh no, sorry, it's a Peter Jackson. Don't smoke. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Sam. Now, um, the the amount of aero aids on the Nissan really shows there. If mm. they get the thing loose, it's gone. That's it. So right about now, we probably do need to remark about the lack of TV graphics. There is no ticker. We've got no idea what lap we're on, so we're just going to keep calling it. We, we have no idea what's going on, but after Let's say lap after five, probably yeah. Mm. Well, I, I was I was about to say, you know, we have no idea what's going on, but after eight episodes, you should be used to it. So mm. I, I think the Alpha just actually passed somebody. Did you no, see no. that or was my eyes deceiving me? It's not a car, it's an Alfa Romeo. Right. I think the Alpha passed the BMW. Well, Finnell's dropping through the field at a great rate of knots. That's Tony Longhurst behind him, Andy, Andy Medecki. Yep. Who's a few um, months away from his giant killing efforts at uh, Bathurst up against the European Sierras. Yeah, absolutely. In this Super Oxo Supercube. Hmm. Ford Sierra got a bit of front end damage on it though it's mm. looking pretty second hand I think the Beamer would be a bit quicker now that it's got an I'm, I'm surprised he hasn't been anywhere near George Fury how yes. does he get that damage where is Gricey in relation to him on the track <clears throat> we're, not, we're not trying to cast aspersions here but no nah, screw it we're trying to cast aspersions um, Tony Longhurst there working away behind Medecki behind him the Alpha 75 which has got to be one of the most ridiculously unsuccessful factory efforts ever seen in Australian touring car racing yeah, um, not one of Bondy's fo- famous, uh, mm. not, one of, not one of Bonnie's finest moments, I'm, I'm sure. All I know is they Ignis, ran, he Ign- ran the Bedenka Ign- Dino out just trying to get the thing to, you know, last. Um, Ignis Fridges was the other, mm. was the GTV a bit later on. GTV6 was uh, beforehand. Which if we Sorry, do the, yes, we um, did roll through for that. Yep. If we do an 85 or an 86 race, you'll see that uh, yep. yellow flyer in action. Very pretty car, actually. As most Alphas are, the 75 is a bit of a box, though. Speaking so, of, oh, speaking helicopter of, shot. Speaking gone of gone all out this round, Channel Seven. Speaking of boxes, the uh, DR thirty is a bit square, isn't it? But then um, again, it is a what seven year old car by now. Yeah, absolutely. So, so is the R thirty though. That's um, that is there we go up Bitcher Pave Hill around the kink up the top. Getting kinky great, at the top of the Great, hill. actually, really, really good aerial view to show mm. you just how tight and tricky Amaru is. Mm. So um. I tell you what, there's, uh, there's, there's got to be a lot of value in cigarette money because this thing is an absolute rocket ship. 
I think so, yeah. I mean, Gibbo, Gibbo wasn't renowned for having small budgets. No. They certainly threw some money at him back in the day. But, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I suppose the other thing is to notice that if... Um, Dick Johnson said that running a waste at Winton's like running around your clothesline. Does this make Amaru like running around your tumble dry? I tell you, it's um, it's certainly tighter than wing. At least at wing, you got a couple of straights to um, have a bit of. Ra- oh, here we go. We've here got we a, go a race come score. Up. Yep. We're Glenn Seaton, car fifteen, uh, running in P one. Dick Johnson second. I missed third. Fury, uh, Brock in fourth. Richards in fifth. George Fury sixth and I think I stuffed that up because I wasn't quick enough. Correct. Lap 11 of 70. There we go. Can you keep a lap score for us, Minion? That's 70. It. I'll think about it. Okay. Okay. I'll get a pen and paper out. Okay, he's going past the tr- start line now. That's uh, Richo. That's Richo. Working his way throughout the field. He actually needs to be a lot closer to Seaton to keep the pressure on for the 87 championship race. Although it is 70 laps, and um, there's no such thing as compulsory pit stops, so... There's also um, such things as minimum weight limits, and um, ability to look after tyres, which uh, the BMWs especially are supreme at. Mm. Yeah, very, they're a very, very balanced little race car, weren't they? Mm, mm. Uh, when you've got 100-odd kilos on anybody else... And speaking of... Uh, there he is, the, the great man Frank Gardner, looking uh, as enthused as he always does. Mm. It's basically a terry telling hat with a smirk. Yep. So there we go. Richo's going around the wake into the final corner, making up ground hand over fist. Um, he's really got this thing dialed in. Um, it was remarked many, many times by Richo himself of how similar his driving style was to Frank Gardner, who did a lot of the development driving for BMW. And um, he did run a much softer suspension package than they did in Europe. Uh, Gardner himself developed his um, own package um, for the bumpier circuits that uh, predominate in Australia, especially back then. Yep. And um, you'd have to say, given these results of Bathurst that year, his um, technical difference was probably worthwhile. Yeah, absolutely. So, it's, um, and it, it looks like it's going around corner on rails. It's just a, a beautifully balanced little race car. And there's uh, Farmer George. Tony Longhurst managed to get past somebody without hitting them, which was quite a... Um, feet in this era because Longhurst was up there with Grice in terms of aggression yeah it was um, it was definitely a different era in terms of elbows out mm. um, well and truly before DSOs and investigating and prosecuting officers mm. and most of the members of the CJT were actually racing in other categories at this point yeah production cars and, uh, and a lot uh, and a lot lower uh, a lot lower categories well Scafie's uh, in the Gazelle in 1987 and Crompo I don't know what he was doing I think he might have been limited to sports sedans or something like that yeah maybe uh, production cars I think he was in a Starion at one stage might have, mightn't be that this early mm. alright so looking at the back of Grice's Bob Jane T-Mart's Channel 7 race cam and at Bob Jane's they'll save you yeah Bob Jane all rounders mm. um, so looks we've like got, he's uh, got the alpha behind him yeah alpha behind him I was trying to I was trying to work out who Alan Romason was but it's actually Alfa Romeo my yes. eyesight yeah, I put my glasses right. on uh, two, two, 240p ladies and gentlemen perhaps perhaps they get 240 perhaps um, uh, I need a higher definition or to be working on a at a higher it's level it's needs some Foxtel that's, that's, some, a, that's, good, that's, that's, that's some, a good advertisement we need some YouTube tell YouTube tell uh, don't, don't, they'll start. No, of um, course they will. I think part, part of the reason you didn't recognise the Alpha is because it's gone more than 10 laps without blowing up yet. That's a good point. Mm. Yeah, and nobody's run off from the oil that it's dropped. Yeah. 
So. I mean, it is it is an alpha, ladies and gentlemen. They're wonderful cars until they break down. They're yes. not cars. They're Alfa Romeos. They're very good. They're always very, very good. Yes, out. okay. So if I buy an Alfa Romeo, can I register as an offshore oil rig? Yeah. Mm. That's deep. That's cryptic, man. Only if you buy it in another country. I tell you, Channel 7 are absolutely in love with this out-the-back shot of the thing. Mm. The camera needs to be a bit higher so you can actually see something other than T-Marts. Yeah. Bob Jane's sitting at home loving every minute of this telecast. Yeah, yeah. The back of the car's a bit of a spoiler. Oh, oh get out. Please. Dick kill Johnson. Me. Dick kill Johnson. me now. <laughs> and now, they're, now everyone's regretting that touring cast idea that we came up with. Yeah, so no, anyway. No, it's all good. It's Dick, all good. Dick, Dick, Dick Johnson, another one that's lasted more than 10 laps unusually because uh, he went through a lot of turbos in 87. Yeah. Flag Marshall's frantically waving the blue tea towel. Dick locks a brake on the way into Honda Corner. He's given he's, it a bit of curry there. He ever, he's, he's, he's got a Nissan in front of him and, it's, uh, and he's hell-bent on chasing it down. Now, to explain the difference between the 87 and 88 cars, aside from... You're going all nerd. Uh, we'll go a little bit nerd. Go on. Okay. Between 87 and 88, you've got the RS500 package, yeah. which gives you much bigger turbo, twice the size. Right. And you've also got a lot of... Um, refinements in terms of intercoolers and just basic engine power ability so you've gone from say 500 horsepower if you're really spinning it up to about 600 reliably that's um that's 20 percent. that's an awful lot of power you'll actually feel that mm. and the other part was is that they weren't having to strain the turbo past its point of no return to actually get that horsepower so they, they weren't blowing blowing them up every second race that's pretty much well every every race virtually this yep. year um t3 to t4 is about half the size so that gives you an idea of what we're talking about that's a garrett t3 t4 that, turbo that's a garrett turbo yes yep but less uh, lag no more lag well, less lag on the T3, yeah. Yeah. If you want to go down that path, and I mean, then, less lag this year, more lag next year. Is that is that? Hang on, was that lag when you got called into the stewards' hearing? Yeah. Oh, the alpha's in the pits. The alpha's Bonnie's in the getting pits. out. I'm really surprised. Yeah, about it's that. terminal. You know, the worst part is, and he's walking away, not happy, not no, happy at all. The worst part is, it's not an engine. No. He got done by he got um, hit by Ludwig Finnauer and bent the suspension. Damn. That'd be the first time an Elf has ever retired in the history of Australian motorsports without an engine failure. Can't see a replay or a safety flag. No, no replay. No. no. Not, you, not, don't, you don't get one of those super slow motion, oh, look, it's up on the curb. No. Hmm. It's just up on the curb. Hmm. I tell you what, um, they're, all, uh, they're all grabbing tyres or grabbing brakes and locking tyres on these corners. They are absolutely trying the hardest at yeah. this. Sandpaper track. Yeah, yeah fairly abrasive. Hmm. Um, 80 grit or 120? Oh, thank you very much. I don't know. It depend, uh, depends on um, how much contact you've had. Mm. Yeah. I, I, imagine, I imagine that sort of if you're George Fury, you're probably a bit furious and working more on sort of the 30, 40 area of the world. Mm. So, so while we're looking at it, we're, we're 30 years down the track from, uh, from this round. Mm. And sadly, Doesn't that make you feel old? Oh, it makes me feel really old considering I watched it when I was but a young lad. Um, I was probably your age when I was watching this sound engineer. But um, it, it, um, Amaru Park on the northern uh, northern suburbs of Sydney mm. essentially got closed down and turned into a housing development. And uh, mm. which, sounds like Sandown. Uh, well, sounds not, like yeah, Oran Park. Yeah, Oran Park. Uh, not Sandown hasn't happened yet, but um, mm. you know we, we, we know it pretty much will. Um, How long is it? The track? Yeah, the track. Yeah, 1.9 kilometres. That shorter. makes Wakefield look big. Yeah, it's mm. shorter than Wakefield, shorter than the Winton Short track, 
shorter than Simmons planes. So, um, as I was saying, it's uh, digging into the archives has been a really interesting uh, exercise. Uh, here we go. There's a, a privateer spec marker with his hand out the window. Something that we don't see anymore. Oh, that's right, because we don't have privateers. Or back markers. Or back. Well, we have back markers. Or we don't anymore. No, he no. retired. Yeah, Hi, Mrs. Wood. Oh, no. oh, he's retired. We're still giving it to him. Oh, I tell you, we'll get some feedback about that one. Look, no, we, 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 miss, no, we miss you already, Dale. We miss you already, Dale. We're um, we're going to have to find a, a new wood duck for 2018. Moff's yeah, gone too. Todd's to gone. Who we let's let's not talk about 2018. Let's keep talking about. 1987. So, uh, DJ's coming up the hill. Absolutely chasing him up Bitcher Pave Hill for about the 20th time, I reckon, by about now. Nissan know how. Mm. Strategically placed billboard there, Warbster. Very, very well done. Uh, as billboards go, that's probably one of the better ones. Yep. Um, you sort of, you got to look at it from the point of view of what space are you buying versus where it is on the track and where it is in relation to the cameras. So yeah. some of these are a lot better. Like Stallion Stable, for example. Stands out like, stands out very, like, very stands out like a stallion. Oh, here we go. Uh, Glenn Seaton, P1. Dick Johnson, 2. Jim Richards in third place. Larry Perkins. Larry Perkins, Tony, Tony Longhurst, and 11 or 14 in sixth. He's hanging on pretty well for And some... we're on lap 24, so I wasn't too far wrong with that one. Um, mm. And again, they've um, the, the Channel 7 News helicopter... No! It's a blimp. It's a JP30's blimp. Oh, jeez. Wow. The uh, Channel 7 have gone all out on uh, no, no expenses. Really channeling this, Goodyear. For the very much Goodyear. Mm. It's, it's mm. 1987 was clearly a good year. Um, so yeah, obviously the Channel Seven news chopper was busy that day, so they uh, had to hire a blimp instead. Well, they're probably chasing it's cheaper to run. Well, they're probably chasing like you know Alan Bond or Christopher Skase or one no, of those. No, I don't think that. Will tell you what, he's loose. Longest loose as a goose in that's actually well, that's actually Richo. That's, that's number Richo. three car. Well, that's a bit interesting. Richo getting loose. Well, he's trying very, very hard. He's and, uh, trying to gobble up DJ right here. Yep, so. and uh, I could see this one ending badly. Perhaps you've watched it already. Bang, there it is. <laughs> I actually forgot that he did that, but yeah, yeah so you gave him and a bit, bit, bit of a and, whack. And bits and pieces here, and the BMW's got a hair lip. And that, uh, that's that's really, you don't want to be doing that. Do you know how much BMW spares are worth? Uh, not very much when uh, someone else is paying the bills. Mm. Now you want to know why Frank Gardner's frowning, oh, that's yeah. why. Yeah, Frank ain't... Uh... So sorry, did you say this is Gentleman Jim Richards? Well, yeah. Is that See, I'm actually loving this. Is that every whole laps of of the same car? It's yeah. amazing. Very, very different telecast to what we see or we used, what to, we're used to today. So, what, what, as opposed to midfield battles. So, what what you're saying is that supercars media has the attention span of a um, squirrel on, uh, with ADHD. Yeah. Mm. I've largely got stallion stable. They got two signs. That's, that's must have got some value out of that. Yep. It stands out like a stallion. Mm. Yeah, Richo around goes around the outside. Around Richo, the outside. can he do it? Oh, carves him up! Absolutely takes. Yeah. It. And I reckon Dick's Mister Gear there because he's had to break late to avoid contact. Mm. There's no other reason that uh, that Jim would have jumped out as as far as he has. Dick definitely wasn't holding him up. Well, I think well maybe he was. Here we well, go. I think what happened was uh, Jim uh, plucked it in the first and uh, gave it some jandle. gave it some chandle, and Dick went, "Hell yeah." <laughs> Uh, uh, Dick went, do I want to have an accident? 
No. No. <laughs> Who's paying your bills, Dick? Oh, that's right, you are. Dick is. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Dick, if, if Dick, you know how much the uh, turbo replacements are worth, he spent a lot of money this year. Yes. So did Dick pay the bills? Dick did. <laughs> All right. So uh, Richo smashing it out there in his uh, in his yellow actually, ben- in his I, yellow Benson and Hedges race suit. I think the uh, I think the uh, answer to did did, did uh, Richo have a bit more pace? Yes, he did. Because yes. just look how much he's taken out of DJ already. Yep. I reckon those uh, rear Sierra tires would have copped an absolute caning. Mm-hmm. So, so Master, yeah, Steve Masterton from Masterton Homes, another uh, another Amps car. Amps cast ADR ARDC stalwart. Mm. Haven't seen Steve Masterton on any. Mm-hmm. Here we go. We he's, Bondi. Uh, he's Bondi. Who's that? Who's that interviewing him? Peter, Peter McKay. McKay. My Peter God, McKay. you need a haircut, Peter. Yeah. Oh, look, Bondi's smiling. Bondi's of course smiling. you're smiling. It's because well, someone else is paying the bills, mm. and it's an alpha. Yep. Well, uh, and yeah. this bloke ran into me. <laughs> Come on. Well, yeah, um, basically, uh, the German bloke ran into me. Uh, it's a bit like uh, 1944 all over again. <laughs> Up, up the fillet's gap, you know, just uh, trying to trying to get away, trying to surrender like all Italians do. And uh, don't know, mention Zivor. <laughs> anyway, enough enough seventies uh, references. Let's get back to the eighties. Is mm. the uh, the Panzerwagen of uh, Jim Richards? <laughs> this fine. <laughs> so, quick question. Yes. Clearly, they did mm. something to. Clearly, the Sierras became far more reliable between this year and the next. Yes. From going to a few cars in the field to more than half of them. Yes, they did, and a lot Stop of that was to do. Every... A lot of that was to do with the homologation stuff that I was talking about before, and they did do a lot of work on transmissions as well. Um, Dick Johnson actually got a nine-inch diff. Is it true that Dick Johnson actually went through more turbos than an F1 car does in a year? Which F1 car? All of them. And which year? Hmm. Are you year? talking about 1987 F1 cars? No, I'm talking about now F1 cars. Well, it depends. Okay. Are you talking about a Honda or everyone else? Well, a Honda, because they use... Them. Oh, Christ, no. No one goes through that many turbos. Jeez. Not possible. Yeah, Frank Gardner's looking happy, though. He's, he's just like, get this camera. Oh, so we just, Terry Telling Fedora. We just... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Terry Telling. Very Telling. Very Terry Telling Fedora. fedora. Um, we just missed the Kalari car there, driven by none other than multiple Australian Speedway champion in sprint cars, Gary Rush. Okay. Having a bit of a steer at uh, in his hometown. Yeah, and I think uh, Brian Callahan's somewhere in here as well. Another well-known Speedway star. There was a big movement of guys, especially in the old days, for actually driving both. Now, you couldn't have both licences, but you could go backwards and forwards. So there's Larry in the NZ car. And there's the NZ... Sorry, and there's the NZ driver... Right behind him. Uh, good line, but it's Tony Longhurst. That's number four. Quiet. I'm working on this, all right? Is this back when there were only a few kids? Oh, here we go. Typical Larry and Tony. That was just yeah. always going to happen. Yeah, Tony saw a half a gap and thought, my car's smaller than yours. I'll fit through there. Yeah. Which, in actual fact, it did. Then I can tell you right now, uh, the Kawinji cow farmer... Tractor owner will not be very happy right about now. See, so here we go. He was pretty Larry happy Perkins, Commodore, age 37. Uh, first first in Australian Formula Ford, driver to Europe Series, 1972. First in Australian Formula 2, Australian Rallycross champion, three Bathurst wins at this stage. And got a, got a participation award for BRM for just uh, chugging around nicely. And that's an unzud. That's an un, that's an unzud. K 
car chugging lots of turbo smoke and it's behind the wall. That looks like Normally when you see that much smoke out of a car these days, it's because it's doing burnout. Especially in a uh, especially R31. Gizzy. Especially in an R31. Uh, either that or if you're in the southeastern suburbs of Melbourne. Or the northern. Or, or Just anywhere, really. Or at Drift Matsuri. <laughs> Yeah, she passed the duchy on the <coughs> left-hand side. <coughs> anyway, uh, in front of the Sierra. Uh, don't get used to it, Alan. It'll be a while. Uh, looks like that is Greg Hansford behind him. I can just about see an eight. Yeah, the late Greg Hansford. The late Greg Hansford. A very, very good driver. Probably didn't get enough seat time to really become top of the pops, but very good for uh, once a year driver at Bathurst. And then went on to ball, went yeah. on to race with Larry after this, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, was oh, motorcycle world champion. He wasn't a world champion, but he won two hundred and fifty and three hundred and fifty races. Thank you, thank you. I knew he had a distinguished career overseas. Actually, probably uh, Kenny Roberts rated him as one of the fastest guys on a Formula Seven hundred and fifty bike that he ever raced against. And uh, here's one for the for the for the boffins and for the history books. The Trevor Ash- Ashby. Trevor Ashby in the Ashby and Reed Lansdale Smash Repairs Commodore. His first uh, ATCC start. Sensational. And they went right through to even Cameron McConville driving for them in the early 2000s. Yep. 2004, I think they gave up that wreck. Yep. Uh, it all got a bit too much for them in terms of the finance and everything, which Ashby and Reed was never a top buck operation as it was. Was, um, now, was Lansdale Smash Repairs bigger or smaller than Peacock Paint and Panel? Um, you could start one there. You could start one there. There we go. <laughs> who, who crashed more cars? So here we go. First round one, Amscar Trevor Ashby had an Amscar first, an Amscar fourth, qualified 16th in the 1986 James Hardy 1000, and uh, essentially, yeah, a, a, a bit of a touring car rookie. But a bit of a bit of a um, couple of times a year driver didn't really chase the series uh, in full very often but made the most of the money he did put into the sport yep. and pro- probably came out of club cars or road ridge or whatever it was at that stage which was absolutely massive in New South Wales hmm. yeah very very much a um, Amaro specialist same as sort of ter- your Terry Finnegan's yep. um, even your Alan Grice's in the early days yeah, Grice used to, li- used to live around the corner effectively and, and we used to, well, Bondi used to live around the corner as well yep so and there we go back to the we can back see, to the spoiler. We can see, the see some more of the uh, of the T Mart's uh, mm. car mm. rear spoiler, which is just uh, going to absolutely cloud our vision for the rest of the telecast. But that's mm. okay. Now there's one uh, thing I've been there's a bone I've been meaning to pick with you in public, uh, DSO. Here we go. Hang we'll on, we're just the race score. Race score. So uh, Glenn Seaton, Jim Richards. DJ. DJ, Tony Longhurst, Larry Perkins, George Fury. Furious George is back to sixth. Lap 36, We're 37. just after halfway mark of the 70 lap race. And there goes Gary Scott letting the boss by. Yep. I've just realised why my lap count keeps going off. It's well, because it's... of the ads. <laughs> Good point, Minion. We're, uh, we're, we're coming at you live and commercial free on YouTube today. Sorry, Wolbster, you wanted to pick a bone with me publicly. This will be interesting. There's Gary Rush in the Kalari car. There's Gary Being Rush in the Kalari by, car. by 11 or 14. Bob Jane T-Mutts and tyre places in general. Yep. They advertise, buy three tyres, get one free. Yes. Apart from Reliant Robin and Morgan owners, mm-hmm. who are actually going to go for that? No, no, no. You pay for three, mm. but they give you four. What about the spare? 
You don't change the spare. Do you change your spare every time? I don't have a car. Or the Warbster doesn't have a car. Oh well, no, the Warbster has a limousine. Exactly. Oh, right, yeah. No yeah. mistake. I don't replace the tyres, the driver does. Uh, just get the bill. Okay, okay, poor people, just deal with it. Actually, can I get Denozo on the phone? He's an expert in Morgan Three Wheelers. <laughs> he's an expert in everything. He's, fa- he's, Hi, fa- he's just asking. He's, his family own a number of them. Hi, Michael. Hi, Denozo. <laughs> getting, anyway. sh- getting a shout out in every episode at the moment. I'll run out of friends soon. I'll have to start talking about my mates at games. You already have. You haven't got any. All right, so uh, back to the back to the racing back because to, it's absolutely to the, enthralling. Back, so back, back to the racing for once. So we've got a uh, we've got a uh, DJ and a Longhurst. We've got. I was going to say we've got a uh, a Bavarian Motorworks special hunting down a European Ford special. Mm. And uh, in front of them is a VK um, Commodore, possibly driven by someone who's a bit special in terms of skill. Is it Terry Finnegan? No, it's not. No, it's not Terry Finnegan. I need to get a good close look to see who it might be. It's a uh, forty-seven. It's the forty-seven is. car. Okay. Hello, mysterious unknown Commodore driver. If you're listening, uh, so thanks for not having your name across the window banner because we um, we give you a big shout out and tell everybody how good you are as a backmarker, mm. like we do with um, backmarker. Same difference. Mm. What's a backmarker? Yes, it's okay. Hi, Mrs. Wood. Oh, please just let it go right? don't make me do not make me play the Frozen theme song when we put oh and there's a big puff of smoke was that a turbo uh, was that a turbo yes cough? that's a turbo it's and the hand goes out the window uh, ladies and gentlemen. there's there fire coming out of the car Wave and we're going to pull up really really quickly and say goodnight dick it's shooting fire there's no one with a fire extinguisher I'm sorry can you please can it? you please not say swear words I've got to try and yeah. edit that out yeah, for no, crying out loud, you're not Greg Chapel. Yeah, it's um, it's only got. We're going to block the pit lane with the car on fire, and we're reversing into pit lane. That's good. Hmm. Nice work, Dick. How many hours of um, penalties would he get for that these days? Oh, I tell you, hmm. I tell you, he wouldn't make it out of the stewards' room. <laughs> they'd they'd actually um, they'd uh, they'd hang him, draw him, and quarter him. I'd reckon. Hmm. Yeah. Nearly where right, yeah. No, I didn't know Roland had access to swords these days. Did he get them after I left? Mm. <laughs> so, here we go with a BMW chasing down one of... It's the two-title protagonists. One of Japan's finest. And there's a lovely purple, green and white VK looking spectacular, I must add. So mm. I'm a bit worried. Some of these privateer paint jobs are just... Absolutely sensational. So Shell Ultra High, high octane performance in an unleaded petrol. That's mm. um, not much has changed with Shell well, still throwing us. money hand over fist at the series there, Wobster. Mm, th- sorry, hand over, money hand over fist at DJ. Mm. As you can see, uh, Glenn Satan's looking at his back mirror, just going, "Oh Christ, he's already bent one. Well, he's mm. not going to be afraid yep. to lay another one in." Yep. Uh, and then for I won't spoil it for you, but if you watch the Oran Park race, he's definitely not afraid to lay another one in. No, because I believe that's what uh, decided the series. We might get around to doing that race one day if um, nobody discourages us from doing these things. Yes. Yeah, so all positive feedback to www.facebook slash super facebook dot com slash supercar insiders. All negative feedback to. Uh, Warbster at supercarinsiders.com.au Yes. Yeah, that's the one that doesn't exist. It, Sorry, no. It, it exists. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm a little worried. Yes. Why are you so, a little worried? So, here's the thing. Our 
the audience, our audience, mm. they used to they used to big big loud commentators like Mayfi, um, and I just I don't think we have that passion for this for this motorsport. Can it's you not- believe that braking? What a braking oh, maneuver! Have you ever seen a braking maneuver like that before? That's um Jim Keogh in the X um JPS six three five CSI. Yep. Oh, they're nearly in the wall. That's how I'm going. Technically, still a wall, but now yeah, can you two just can you two just ca- can you two just calm down? Oh my God! He turned the corner. Okay, all is well in Skyline <laughs> Land, La- ladies and gentlemen. Oh, here we go. We got DJ. Dick's, Dick's about to have a whinge. Yeah, Dick's <laughs> <laughs> What's new, Dick's? Gonna- Gee, hell, look how young Dick looks. Jesus. Gee, look how old he looks these days. Did he ever look chocolate bar? What? A chocolate bar. <laughs> So a few me, years before that, there's yeah. Sammy Turbocharger. Oh, no, that's Barry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dick, perhaps you need a sock on the inlet. A sock? What would he want a sock for? Well, I guess it would catch You've been pace. listening to the Honda forums, haven't you? <laughs> well, what, what would he want a sock for? To catch all the turbo pieces. Anyway. Yes. Anyway, yeah. Um, well, I'm a bit disappointed about all that. Because, uh, you know, stuff happened. Okay. Mm. So, I'd just like to say that if, uh, if at any point in time our listeners out there would like to n- unmute the, uh, the actual uh, telecast that we're watching, you will hear that the commentators of the era are commentating not unlike we are. No raised voices. Oh, sorry, it's Mike Raymond, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Peter Griffin. Pretty much. <clears throat> well, no, I mean... Stallion Stable Corner. It's it's less it's it's different um, euphemisms and um, you know sort of repeated bits and pieces than yep. now. Yep. It's different. He hasn't started his hate campaign against Nissan yet. No. No. Wait until nineteen ninety one for that. But it is it's interesting in our research, Warbster, and having watched a few of these, um, it's reminded me again just how different. Motorsport is packaged these days compared mm. to back then. What are you saying? Um, that this is motorsport still? Well, this actually is motorsport. Where's it's not the entertainment. Where's the ticker? There's no, see, there's no ticker. You've just got to keep guessing. Where's Greg Murphy in the pits mentioned? So, what you're telling me is that this. What about this Chris Economaki? Just... Oh, no, he was only at Bathurst. Yeah, he was only at Bathurst. So, yeah. are you trying to tell me that this was an event that existed for, for people to go and watch it at the track, not to be televised? And the other thing is, there's no compulsory yeah. pit stops, there's no safety cars. Mm. Um, there's no safety. Well, safety is very different. Um, we did touch on. Well, hang on. Go, look at the late corner, for example. Now, just just stop for a sec. Yep. Come We're coming up, here up to it. To the late corner. Yep. Look at all this runoff. Yep. Look at all the runoff and the safety. Oh, look! They put one line of tires up. Yeah, Ooh, that'll it. solve. Oh no, they haven't even got tires up. It's just well, what a about wall. just concrete concrete wall against hard earth bank. Yeah. I mean, no one's going to possibly damage themselves as a result of that. No, no, no. I love coming down the hill mm. and exactly where you'll get spat out into mm. a concrete wall. Into the bowl. Here we do, um, into Dunlop Bowl. Hang yep. on. I think, I think Dunlop Loop. Some... No, coming down here. Yeah, Dunlop Loop. Yeah, yeah. There's, I think there's tyres down here, is it? No. No, it's just Armco. Okay. There, there is, Not even Armco, there just is, concrete. There is later, I can remember uh, watching a race from Amaru where uh, a Formula Ford pile up in the wet into that corner and the fire marshal jumped down off the wall to go to the drivers and about six more cars came ploughing down, nearly took the fire marshal out. So, hmm. Really really good training back in the day for uh, for all the noob fire marshals so, as to what not to do. So what, what we're you, saying so is... You. <laughs> what we're saying is uh, good racing, but possibly to cost safety-wise. 
Well, it's interesting you say that about safety. When you look at the pit wall, everybody's standing, leaning on a four-deck Armco rail. Now, the first thing I was Three taught... Three-deck. Sorry, the first thing I was taught as an official was never ever lean on Armco because mm. if you hit it, it whips. Uh, mm. The safety standards are much, much different mm. 30 years down the track. And uh, position are much unchanged apart from the fact that DJ is not there and Andrew Medecki is. Andrew Medecki, Andrew Medecki into... So lap 49 of 70, we've got 21 remaining and that's a great shot showing mm. just how tight mm. Amaru is. Mm. Tiny little track. Yep. Mm. Well, look, there was a backyard mm. there. Someone had to do something but, with it. But uh, very, very technical mm. and... Uh, and, and it's, a, it's, a drive, it's a real driver's track. You, you're working hard all the way around. Hmm. They actually ran a 300k enduro around that track as part of the old Australian Endurance Championship. Which I think was about 400 laps. But Yeah, something. <laughs> there we go. Rich on the outside. He's gone around uh, Glen Seaton in the skyline. Maybe, maybe about 175, but that's hmm. still a hell of a lot of circumnavigations. Richo takes the lead from uh, Peter Jackson, whose tyres are probably more cooked and nice than... Um, the boys on the mountain were earlier this year. Mm. <laughs> Cooked down on ice. Yeah. Was there ice back then? Yeah. The well, only ice was in the esky, though. Absolutely. The only, the only ice was in the esky. That's actually a throwback to, I believe, episode three. Yep. The um, Bathurst Review. Do mm. um, download and have a listen if you're uh, interested. Absolutely. So, re- so uh, Sound Minion, um, just for, for a point of reference, you're talking about ice in eskies. I, I can tell you back in the day, there'd be... Uh, They'd, they'd be drinking long necks of reshes in the crowd. They would have been able reshes. to drink... Yeah, not not no, VB? No, they're in Sydney. They'd be drinking reshes or twoies. Um, they, uh, they were allowed to t- bring it in back then. And, uh, they, uh, they and then be... people got glassed when there was... No, no, no see, no. Mo- different, different, motorsport, different, different motorsport fans. Mm. And they say they can't get a crowd at Eastern Creek. I tell you right now, have a look at how packed this track is mm. and then look at Oran Park of the same era. You... You got a crowd there all the time, so this nonsense that Sydney motorsport fans are fickle—absolute crap. Well, maybe they are now. Maybe nobody likes Eastern Creek because it's built next to a tip and it stinks. I got that reference in. Well done, Just yeah. Every time <laughs> we're trying, we're trying, to, we're trying to get the same, some, some of the same references in every single episode, and we are getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. So we're getting there still. I mean, that, you did that with a race to spare. Well done. Yeah, no, thank you. Well done. Yeah. Now. I think the next race is from nowhere near New South Wales. Correct. Now, one thing I do have to clarify. Oh, here we go. It's mm. Eastern Creek. Oh, Cedo's oh, gone. Never mind. Big lockup. Cedo's gone. And the flag marshal sitting in the deck chair up on the earth bank didn't even flinch. And of course they didn't, because normally these days they would throw a safety car the second he locked his brakes. Yes. But, so anyway. but we're not due for an ad yet. Sorry, sound engineer minion. Did we cut you this, off? This Eastern Creek you keep talking about. Yes. Mm. Is that what other people call SMP? Sydney Motorsport Park. Yep. Hang on, we've yep. got a first one of the first replays of the uh, of the telecast. Slow almost. motion replay. I reckon that this is. I reckon that, this is I reckon that skyline's drifting. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon Satan's, drifting offline. Maybe Satan's <laughs> chances of well winning are drifting as well. I uh, that um, I didn't know that they ran a summer Matsuri at Oran Park, at Amaru Park. I'm pretty sure drifting wasn't quite in existence yet. I think that was a couple of years away yet. And uh, meanwhile, back at Stallion Stable Corner, there goes Jum. Jum in a small rear-wheel drive car, which is actually perfect for drifting. Mm. Um, and Tony Longhurst uh, did a pretty good job of it earlier in the race. Has so. anybody put an LS1 into an M3, into an M3 BMW for a drift car? I'm sure how some sick, idiot has. How sick would that be? 
No, not an M3. It'd be fully sick. It would be fully sick. Indeed. I know. I know. I'm a JDM guy, but I'm, I'm partial to European cars as well. Please don't. <laughs> Sakes. LS the world, ladies and gentlemen. No, don't LS the world. Please don't. Don't LS an 86. I think that's already, already been, been done. done. Well, yeah, I know it has. <laughs> already been done. So, right there's, about, probably, there's probably a mini moke somewhere in the world with the LS one in it. So, so Warbs, you're, uh, you're, you're a student of the history of, uh, of, the, of the sport. That's a nice way of saying nerd. <laughs> has Frank, would Frank Gardner have smiled at all yet? Um, he would have looked slightly less worried. Okay. But I'm not sure. Sm- smile, possibly after they've won. Yeah, right. Um, he, he wasn't the world's most demonstrative person in pit lane. Same no. as, so, you know, the, the, they try and keep a calm, cool head around themselves. Uh, sorry, race score update. Uh, 3, 4, 15. So, Richards, Longhurst, Seaton, Perkins, Fury, Medecki still. The top six hasn't changed since last time, we told you. So Brought now, to you by Digital computers of the future lap 57 of 70 I'm pretty sure they're broke but anyway um, as, as I was saying you're like, you know you're, you're always trying to keep a calm cool demeanour in the pit lane back then because you were leading your troops it's not like nowadays where you throw headsets yeah and beautiful throw, throw, throw headsets and do all that sort of stuff or go push push and there's no oh. GPS or in car radio <laughs> well there is oh, no, there is in car radio in car radio and, and they still ran pit boards hmm. but um you're right. You know, you look at you look at the team managers, um, Frank Gardner, um, Freddie Gibson, Harry Firth, Howard uh, Marsden, Howard Marsden, um, Neil Burns when he was when he was running Larry's gear for him. Uh, George Shepherd. George Shepherd. Um, we, we haven't mentioned Wally Story. Well, He's been around forever. T- tip of my tongue. Yep, Wally Story still at still at, uh, at Brad Jones Racing today. Uh, Jeff Grack. Uh, bit later on. Yeah, let's not mention a Grinch. Um, so you're right it was a very very different persona Mm. Um, and I suppose the other difference is they weren't under the microscope in pit lane like they are now because everything's everything's made for TV and and trying to get a response and I think the the Betty Clemenko story where something went wrong at Erebus and they'd shove a camera in Betty's face because she just blurred out something off the top of her head and because she was she, it was like reality TV. She was entertaining. She was ent- no. She was look. She uh, she's not a train wreck, but they made her look like a train wreck, mm. um, and, and really unfairly um, to you know given given everything she's done in terms of her dedication to her team. I'm not I'm not going to go completely media watch on this, but I think the thing back then was they weren't sticking a camera on you under your nose as the sky was falling in. They did give you a little bit of distance to sort of, for want of a better term, compose yourself. Well, now, here we go. The uh, Oxo Supercube Super car has got a bumper hanging off it. Are Ooh. we going to see mm. a mechanical black flag? Would you say that the Oxo Supercube was we slightly... We see are, a mechanical a black flag. How is that for a call? Mm. Is, hey, it, the, Oxo, not... the Oxo Supercube's dissolving a bit here. <laughs> oh, beautifully done, Wolfster. I um, tell you, with a call like that, I could get a job as a clerk, of course. Or a DSO. Or a DSO. Now, Wait, you're already a DSO. Technically, what happened? What, now, what happens if it falls off between now and when it reaches the pits? Um, does the car still have to go into the pits? Yeah, it does. Well, if they've, they've had controversy with this before where bits have fallen off and then they've gone, oh, well, you don't have to come in now. Mm, but, but we can't put it on the land. Hmm. We don't have any way of... Race control don't have any way of telling the teams that the car doesn't have to come in. Let's see if he pits. 
Uh, he's definitely going to come in. Is he? I mean, it hasn't come off. Yeah, he's definitely going to come in. It hasn't come off, and he knows it's there. Okay. So, yes, he's It'll in the pits. It'll be two seconds in the pits anyway. Mm, let's see what happens. They, they weren't very quick on the pit stops. Um, the Super Medeki Motorsport it's wasn't. not exactly a pit stop, though, is it? Well, they're all volunteers. They're all Here part-timers. Andy didn't have a lot of money. Told you. And boom, there goes the transmission. <laughs> yep, diff's yep. gone. <laughs> just blew it. Just, just shattered diff when he, when he tried to take off. Dropped the clutch, tried to take off. It's not a drag race. Mm. Don't try to launch it that hard. So who, who's the guy with the red hair and the beard? Mm. Looks familiar. John, Don't know. John Smith? Mm, not sure. Mm, okay. Uh, meanwhile... Back at the front. <laughs> Meanwhile, back back at the front in the fashionably tasteful yellow driving suit. Yes. Is that a Benson and Hedges driving suit in a JPS car? So, so we've got Jim, Tony, Glenn, George, Larry and Pierre. Uh, yes, he's uh, been um, promoted since uh, Andy Medecki decided to blow up his diff. Well, he didn't decide to blow it up. He just did. We're on lap 64 of 70. We've got six laps of this uh, enthralling telecast race from Amaru Park remaining mm. I'm going to go out on a limb here Warbster you think uh, BMW's got it? I think it's a BMW Blackwash mm. Blackwash hey? so. mm. that sounds like the kind of newfangled term that Mayfield would come up with actually on, it sounds a bit racist if you ask me well the cars are black yeah no, nice. we can't say black Black's politically incorrect. Okay, African-American wash. Right, yeah. so Peter McKay is uh, sticking his head under the bonnet of the OXO Andro Medecki Supercube Sierra, yeah, pointing, well, at, uh, pointing at something particularly broken. Uh, uh, but there's nothing broken under there. No. But he can't sort of poke, you know, point under the car. The lighting would be a bit of a disaster and, you know. And he'd, he'd mess up his bloody... He'd mess up his beautiful suit. Mm. And the other... And yes, his hair. It, the, the other major difference 30 years down the track is there is no way the TV camera would get under the bonnet of a supercar these days. Mm. There's also no way that Ped McKay would be given a gig anymore because he's not attractive female or a former driver. Is that why Rusty's gone? He was a bit of a silver fox, the old Rusty. Hey, been around a long time. He's, he's, he's got I'm going to miss him. Look, I good value the old Rust Master. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to miss him too. I mean, as, as I said, apart from Russell Ingle, he's one of the few bearable members of the broadcast team. Yep. I think Crompton would be better without Scaife, but that says a lot of things, doesn't it, really? Nothing. Crompton, um, I think anyone everyone would be better would be without Scaife. <laughs> so is Trevor Ashby going to... Going to yield to the BMW, or is he just going to do a John Bow and make the car 14 car widths wide? Uh, well, he's not racing for position, so he's not allowed to. He can do whatever he wants. It's his own track. I'm pretty sure uh, no, he BM, BMW owns the track. What, oh, I tell you right, 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 Rich on the hand goes out the window. That's not very gentlemanly there, uh, Jim. Long, long ago, gave him a bit of a... Uh, you're, you're, you're moving over now as well. So yeah, to the younger absolutely. viewers... Yes, to the younger explain, viewers. Explain to them what, what a hand out the window means... In true well, racing. Well, there's a number of reasons you put a hand out the window. You mm. can gesture frantically in anger. <laughs> you can put your hand out the window to signal for somebody to pass you on a particular side. Mm. Or, uh, as is the case in open wheelers, the in uh, in the event that you're slowing for any reason, you, because they don't have brake lights, open wheel cars don't have brake lights, you would raise your hand as a signal to the driver mm. behind you that you are slowing. So it's basically, um, I'm going into the pits, get the fuck out of my way, or I'm going to get out the fuck out of your way. I'll just bleep those Fs out. Thank you, thank you. 
Well, sound engineer, you might have a run at it this time. I might. Yeah, if mm. you've got some free time. Mm. All right, I reckon we're on about the penultimate lap. I think we're getting there. I think it's pretty. If we're not on the penultimate lap, I got a chance to say it anyway. It's, it's the last lap at one. Uh, yeah, Frank no, Gardner's. Frank Gardner's is just absolutely bristling with emotion right there. I mean, he blinked. <laughs> He's blinking. He's blinking. Oh, oh, oh! He spoke. Hang on. He spoke. Hang on. No. He I said, still... "Get that!" He said, "Get that fucking need... camera out of my pit lane." <laughs> I need one of those Terry Telling trilbies. Yeah, we'll work on that. Yeah. How much of a hipster do you need to be? I'm not a hipster. You would be. You will you be. Would be <laughs> you would be mass hipster down Sydney Road wearing a Terry Telling hat, punched up like a trilby, aka Frank Gardner style. You'd be rocking the Sydney Road street party like you would not believe. Yeah. That just that just reeks of irony. All you need is one of those like lumberjacks. Oh, Fred Gibson. See, there's Fred. Oh, that's Fred. Looking pensive. Looking, looking worried. Fred. Looking happy. like he wants the camera. No, he's, no, he's looking happy. That's happy. He's actually. He's actually. That's, I know the camera's in my face, but I'm not going to show. I'm not going to yeah. show that I know. He's, a, he's actually looking around, just going, "I wonder who's going to have a whack at one of those pit girls later." <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not him. The uh, his good lady wife Christine would. Uh, would uh, would be would be around to uh, make sure it didn't happen. <clears throat> and I reckon I reckon Christine would be able to kick head a bit. Oh, and we've just had Lost a crash. Ashby, oh, Ashby and Reed and Reed backed it in. A big yellow flag being frantically waved. I hope, I Marshall's, hope was... Marshalls are waving everybody to slow down. Nobody's doing. Nothing's changed in thirty yeah, well, years. No one gives a shit about waved, a... Frantically waved yellow flag and nobody slowed down. That's because it looks too much like a Canary VL. <sighs> I think. Funny I how think I think the issue with that is, is you know what, Trevor Ashby. I wonder if he knows a good smash repair joint that could help him. Uh, Peacock, Patrick, Aubrey. <laughs> I thought we were getting a new one. Hi guys. Um, <laughs> hi, Pe- hi boys and boys and girls at Peacock. Still haven't got in contact. No. Clearly anyway. you don't listen to the podcast. Yeah, like, we need a pod like, sponsor. like the twenty-two other twenty-two million other Australians. Um, I think we should concentrate on the race because no, 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 it's about two hundred and forty-one million. Mm. Hang on. Can't mm. be wrong. They've moved the Ashby car. Last oh, lap. On the last lap. We were on the penultimate penultimate lap when I said it earlier. The, the penultimate last lap but one. Yes. So as That'll he be. makes his way up Bitcher Pave Hill for the last time. There's Ashby. And there's Ashby. We're not showing the leader on his last lap. We're going to show the replay of the crash. Not that's, much has changed in the last yeah, few years, changed. has it? That is very challenging. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed much at all. No, he's, he's got a bit much rear bias on <laughs> Yeah, well, drifting at Amaru. <laughs> not the, time, not really. the type of drifting you'd want. But so, anyway. so we're going to head round Honda Corner. We're, we're aiming for a form finish here. One, two for the JPS BMW M1 team. Jimmy mm-hmm. Richards, Tony Longhurst, Tony Longhurst, and Ludwig Fennell, probably tenth or something. Did you say M1? M3. Maybe, M3. maybe even M3. No, I thought I said M3. No, he said M1. Oh, well, that's the... That's well, trust the, me, if they were racing, you wouldn't see which that, way they went. That, that's the highway. Yeah, and the arm out the window. Big win for Jimmy. Oh, oh Frank, hey, is he smiling? No. Oh, there was a no. bit of a cheek. He was clapping. The, the, the young Shane Van Gisbergen lookalike standing behind him um, was had a smile on his face. No, they did have a lot of mechanics in New Zealand. Oh, it was a bit of one, yeah. Okay. So there's Richo shaking hands, mm. waving. G'day, Cedo. I'll see you when I'm in park, mate. Yeah, First so, corner, bang. So, Rich O, Longhurst, Seaton mm. for your podium. And let's see... Fourth position was Furious Fury. George, Larry and a Commodore, Ludwig, Ludwig Finnegan in sixth. sixth. That's not Can't bad. Can't believe it. I can. Three BMWs in the top six. Mm. Just goes to show home track advantage. What happened to 11 or 14? 
Um, got passport to Finnair, obviously. Clearly. I don't know, maybe, maybe his tyres got a bit lower. Though. He probably was running them at 22 PSI. His polarizer must not have been working properly. <laughs> uh, anyway, we go, motorsport so here diary. we go, the Channel 7 Motorsport Diary. What's what, in what the Motorsport he... Diary? Oh, a look, it's, there's a pig. It's Clive Palmer. Okay. And that, ladies and gentlemen, looks to me like... Oren Park. Oren Park. And that looks like DJ actually passing somebody with that. Get on down, Oren Park. This weekend. No, we already did that at the start. Formula Fords. Formula Fords, look at them go. I think I mean, one of the, isn't one of them uh, Dan Holohan's car? <laughs> Dan, hey Dan, if you're listening, I think your historic car's out there on the grid was at that, Island Park. Was that what I thought it was? What's that? A Toyota Supra. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's uh, well, we've got some windmills and Assen-looking things. Yep. I assume this is a reference to Wayne Gardner at I some think point, it is. considering it's '87. Yep. Yep. There he is. There he is. World champion. World champion. Uh, BF Goodrich sponsored off-road buggy um, some big fat bloke doing weightlifting I think he's rushing hold it son hold it hold it gotta love that facial hair oh no face plant face plant and we're back at Amaru from the JPS 30s blimp and there's uh, Quagmire himself and back there's again Quagmire himself there's, uh, uh, there's Jimmy Tim Richards in his tasteful in his tasteful oh. yellow oh and there's uh there's the man from Shell. Oh, I hope the sash matches. Does the sash match, Jim? No, Jim, it doesn't. You need know, oh. a little red on your on your race suit. Yeah, that's, that's a beautiful pullover you're wearing. That's that's the bloke from um, ARDC. No, uh, better brakes. Better brakes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <sighs> Tell you what, but shit then. They could buy him a nice, you know, corporate shirt or something. Look yeah. how young Jim looks. Perhaps because he's thirty years younger than he is today. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't. He's gonna. Yep, I'm, I'm gonna have a javelin in about thirty years. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm just going to sit here and listen to your world car. Uh, I'm just going to look around awkwardly. Yeah. Lick my lick my lips a bit. Wait, nod, nod. My, nod my head at the next inane question you're yeah. asking. And me. Uh, yeah, well, I was yeah. quite happy to get past Dick Johnson. I didn't mean to ram him up the rear, but yeah. you know, I'm just getting him prepared. I mean, I've rocked it. I really rocked it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I smoked. Just... I smoked and Remy. I smoked you all. This mm. was my race. JPS smoke even. And uh, so, yeah. how how do you feel, Jim, about winning the race? Oh, pretty good. Yeah. 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 yeah, this young bloke over your left shoulder, mm. yeah, with the, with the long hair. He looks like the kid from Hey Dad. Oh, he <laughs> looks like a lout. Have a look at him. Get back in shot, long nursed. <laughs> Brad He's Jones, to... Brad and Kim Jones, say hi, Tony. By the way, mm. just get back in. Look, get you've back got in sponsor shots. logos. Get back in sponsor shots. Logos. What are you doing? For goodness oh. sake. Wow. Look at the blonde doofus in the background. Yeah, he looks like the bloke from Hey Dad. Is that the shell? Is it? Is that Nudge? <laughs> I was thinking. Is that Nudge with blonde tips? Quite possible. <laughs> I tell you, oh man, that chick. Look at him. Oh, that makeup's dreadful. Mm. Sweetheart, you could have gone better lipstick than that. Yeah. You look like you look like you've something growing out the side of your bottom lip. Oh, that is on, that is really bad. Oh, Tony, Tony, yeah, pay Tony, attention, Tony. No worries, Tony, 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 Tony. Put the put the green can down. Oh no, it'll no. be Diet Coke. Yeah. Oh no, not yet. <laughs> so, there might we be, go. Might be some Castrol GTX 2 or something. I don't so, know. <laughs> so, there we have it. We're, uh, we're watching Wilco nod his head a lot and Giddy blink. Giddy. And Giddy. he's nodding his head a little bit more. And I'm talking. Yep. And uh, we're going to cut to an ad shortly. Right. It's Giddy. part one of uh, our podcast, and our touring cast. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll see you back after the ad break for another race. Thank you very much, guys. Take care. So we need to go safety car boards and flags, safety car boards and flags, safety car boards and flags. Tonight on Grand Designs Australia, 
we feature somebody who sounds like Roland Dane of Supercars Royalty. So Roland, uh, what brought you to Australia? Well, uh, I was looking for a bit of an opportunity and uh, I was involved with the racing cars back home. Why Australia? Why not the bigger scenes in uh, America or the other, par- other parts of Europe? It's all about total domination and overheads, tell overheads. You know, it's a bit our father and uh, I thought I'll just, uh, I'll just mosey on down under. Um, why do you think Jamie Wincott's the best? Well, I never said he was the best. I mean, the kid can drive. If I was doing a bank job, um, I'd have Van Gisbergen any day of the week. Right? Van Gisbergen, he's hardcore. What do you say to fans who don't like you? F*** off. This is this shows about Grand Designs Australia. I'm the one with Grand Designs on supercars, not them. I've got the runs on the board. Uh, what did you think when um, Craig Lance hit the wall at Newcastle? I thought that dirty fucker run him out of road. Who is the most influential person in Australian motor racing? Do you mean before me or after I, after I got here and, and started dominating supercar racing? What are you laughing at? Roland Dane, thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks very much. Welcome back to uh, the second part of the second episode of the Touring Cast and um, Grand Design Australia. That's going to be an interesting episode, Warbster. Is Kevin McLeod related to Peter McLeod? Uh, only by name. Hmm. Only by name. That was a John Crook association. That yeah, was, that was pretty crook. Those of you playing at home, we are going to have a little bit of a change. If you want to go to <coughs> YouTube and type in 1983 sports slash GT AGP support. That's right, the Australian Grand Prix at Calder, where uh, when you've got it loaded up, get ready and uh, we'll, we'll some tell you when to play. Hit, we'll tell you when to hit play. So, a bit of background warp stuff, interesting for a lot of reasons. Um, I get to nerd out over old sports sedans. Indeed, you do, you nerd, you. Thank you. You nerd. Uh, the Time Machine's taking us back to 1983, and it's Calder Park on the 13th of November for the Sports GT Challenge at the Australian Grand Prix. Now, this is pre-World Championship status, I might add. So, yeah, this is uh, before the Australian Grand Prix went to Adelaide. It was back when uh, the great little man, Bob Jane, spent buckets and buckets of money getting some of the world's leading drivers to come out and race what essentially was Formula Mondiale. Yeah, the 1.6 Atlantic and Pacific are much related. Yep. Um, yes, this was when the Australian Grand Prix was a national Grand Prix. Also, Calder Park was the home to the last home victory in an Australian Grand Prix when Alan Jones won the race in 1980. It's going to say a long time between drinks. Mmm, Danny Rick, please. Alrighty, so Sports GT Grid. Um, it's a bit of an indication of where things were at their peak. Uh, the takeover of touring cars was almost complete, but in the 70s and, and it tailed out through into the early 80s as well. Sports sedans were far more popular 
and Formula 5000 prior to that were very well supported as well. Speaking of colder, I can remember in the mid-70s, the um, sports sedan series was sponsored by Marlboro and was worth $100,000. And that was some big bickies that, back in... That's a big heap of cash back in the day. Hmm. And yeah, obviously, well, the money the money goes where the um, people are, so... Yeah, well, when you're, giving cancer, when you're giving the world lung cancer, it's pretty easy to cough up a few coins. And those of you who are watching along at home, if you want to press play now, there's the uh, name of the uploader. Thank you, uploader. Thank you, uploader. And You've given we us have tons of content. The and front straight of Calder Park. My God, it looks different. Look how wide it is. I've never seen sports, but with a seven. Seven Sport. Mm. Mm. You're not. You're not old enough to remember Seven Sport. Mm. And this is that's uh, before. Calder- that's- this is- the Stafford Sport Challenge, sorry, uh, Minion, 15 laps, heat two of sports sedans and sport and sports cars. And look at how many people are at Calder, mm. oh my goodness. So there we have the 935 Crema K4 Alan Jones car. Uh, Is that, that an LM car? No, that's a, that's the Kadicha we were talking about, the WE84 Cosworth Bat. Papramano's re-engineered Kadicha car. There's 11 or 14. 11 or 14. In driving a non-05 car. Yeah, driving Janie's, uh, Janie's Monza, rebuilt after the massive crash at Adelaide only three months earlier. Mm, which has actually had more um, famous bums in it than um, a rehab centre. Absolutely. The Moby Dick 93578 uh, Gian Piero Moretti um, Momo. slash Momo car. Momo car. Um, Moretti is actually the man who started Momo. Yep. Uh, stands for Moretti Monza. Uh, Tony Edmondson in the Alfetta Chev. Uh, car still exists, and no, it's not one of the Ricky Adello cars. Uh, Bavarian murder weapon. Uh, another three series, but slightly more serious this time. The 318i Turbo. Yep. American IMSA built car with Jim Richards behind the wheel. Uh, successfully won several uh, Australian GT races and now the car's back in America here we go we talked about the John Sands colours a little earlier in the touring car or in the other episode of the touring car cast there in the number three is Rusty French Um, in a Porsche 93577 series uh, about 15 years away from owning a piece of PRA Mm, absolutely so we just skipped past the John Briggs BMW and there we have the Mercedes Chev Turbo of Brian Thompson um, car subsequently driven by Brad Jones uh, helped Thompson win the 85 GT Championship. And we've got 30 seconds. 30 second boards up. Um, you've also got Bob Jolly, uh, the Electrolux and Flymo man at the back of the grid, and they're off on their warm up. And uh, for rounding out the field is Ray Hanger in the Renmax, which will win the um, Sports Car Championship in a couple of years. And Rusty French is off already. Yep. Not good. So, uh, and there, there are other competitors. Ray Hanger, John John Lusty, um, one of the Lusty brothers from uh, New South Wales. Tony Hubbard, long-time competitor in Victoria. And John Goulet at the back of the field, uh, current owner of the Auto Union Audi that uh, Jack Perkins is driving in sports sedans. You should be nerding up like crazy on this one, um, DSO. I'm loving it. It's. Um, I, I reckon I might have almost been at this event, but I'm not sure. And uh, looks like Rusty French is looking at the back of the car. That's probably done a water jacket. Yep. And walks you, away in disgust. Totally missed that. Yeah, not not very happy. Um, John Lusty, uh, just for uh, just to clean this up, is in the ex um, Ling Gowans Celica, which was built by um, the people behind Elfin and uh, Tony Hubbard in the Falcon XC, is the ex Richo car. 
Ah, the old big XP Game Falcon. The XP Game Falcon, Bob Jane car. Here we go. So mm. isn't that Kadicha the well it's a it's a WE eighty four Cosworth um, with Wayne Eckersley, but it's essentially a Kadicha. Isn't it just a handsome looking car? Hmm. Yes, I, mean, I miss having sort of the variety of shapes in the um, cars as well. If there's anything the touring cast has uh, taught me, is that we, it's variety is the spice of life in that respect. So there you go, Minion. You've been a grid marshal. Four wide across the front at Calder. That is terrifying. Absolutely. It's such a massive Especially track. Especially with that much horsepower. Mm. Well, 850 reputed in the um, John Fitzpatrick Racing K4. Lights are on. Calder, one of the first tracks to run lights, not a flag. And the green light goes on and the Kadicha absolutely bolts to the front. Except Until, for mm. over the bumps. And there goes Fitzy. There goes um, Alan Jones, about an extra 500 horsepower, tells the story there. And it was always going to be good off the line with the re-attraction, of course. And that thing is absolutely flying. What a piece of kit that is. Now, those of you with a keen eye will notice we're on the short track at Calder Park, which is probably even shorter than no one's al- the short track at Amaru. <laughs> no one's alive, been li- alive long enough to remember the long, the long or short track at Calder Park. Oh, yeah. I have. I spectated the Minion. Mm. I, I vaguely remember I spectated it. the short track. Ah, There's the Emerson Ed, Alpha. Ed knows around. Mm-hmm. You can tell. It's like, if it was a Ricky Adela car, it would still be winning. Yep. Um, there's the Porsche in the background. Which there's is, the, the Porsche chase car. Mm-hmm. And AJ's just sprinting out front. Uh, Jay David? You reckon that probably sounds like one of them dodgy Miami drug dealers from the 80s, doesn't it? <laughs> You'd think so, wouldn't you? Yep. So there's, nope. there's the Kadicha really squir- squirrely under, over, under brakes over those bumps. You have to say the Porsches are a lot softer sprung because of the Le Mans demands. And there's the Celica going off. And here's the Kadicha again. Probably didn't get to its full potential as a race car in even Australian sports car racing did win a um, Australian sports car championship back yep. when there was such a thing yep. but only one it doesn't and look quick though oh, it looks fast standing still it's one of those mm. typical you know that group C sports car look at, and they're mm. just spectacular very, very much in the mould of the group C2 car or group C junior if you like from back in the day yep. now Jay Dover sounds like a drug dealer doesn't it yes nope no, it was a um, Ponzi scheme run by an American investment banker in uh, San Diego. Right. Went to jail for 10 years. Okay. Look at the... <coughs> I was going to say, look at the AWS on the back of that Porsche. Does it look spectacularly ugly? <laughs> Very effective at Le Mans, but this ain't Le Mans. No. <laughs> so. I was going to say, it's... Uh, I think uh, I think the pit road at Le Mans is longer than the front straight at Calder. <laughs> it's very interesting to see the contrast between the um, 3935 same oh, basic car there's a uh, there's a HQ Monaro in, up on the mound oh and a Volkswagen Combi mm. sorry just doing a bit of car spotting there ladies and gentlemen back in the day where you could drive your car to the track edge and sit in your mm. car and watch it Basic, basically you're looking at the spectator cars and I'm looking at the billboards yes. that's basically how that ends up yeah so yeah, yeah. I mean look, so, at the, look how soft that suspension is yeah. on the 935 that's yep, ridiculous absolutely and, and, uh, and 11 or 14's really hammering away in that Monza it was a very very fast car in its day and uh, and uh, very much a who's who who actually went through that car at various times I mean you had Brock in it you've had DJ in it yep. you had Grice in it um, I believe John Bow had a steer at one point yep um, and um, if you're talking about Monzas in general you can add Alan Moffat to that list who brought the first Monza out yep and a man by the name of Graham Wincup yeah Graham Wincup uh, very very successful to- 
Yeah, J Dud's J Dud's uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, very very successful in uh, sports sedans in his other Monza. Um, ran under the Qantas, uh, nice bright red with white flying kangaroo with some Qantas sponsorship for a long time. I'm nerding out again, aren't I? Nerd. Oh, I love sports sedans, I really do. And this is this is not really a sports sedan, it's more of a mutant. Mm. Um, you know what we were saying about turbo lag before with the Sierras? Yep. <laughs> in the first episode, this thing redefines turbo lag. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, built in the late 70s. With um, all of the compromises and good God, you would not want to crash that car. No, no way. And have a look as they come ripping down into the into the very, very short turn one at Calder, which essentially rounds you back out to where the, the track joins again now with track extension. No, uh, n- not down the hill and not back up over Mount Jane. Mount Jane doesn't exist because no. uh, Thunderdome's well, another four years away. Correct. There's um, two BMWs. That's the Briggs car in front. Yep. Um... John Briggs, that's a familiar name to anyone with um, an eye on the recent past in supercars. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, supercar team owner. Cat Racing, which Cat subsequently Racing. became... Uh, Triple, Triple Eight. Eight. Yes. Correct. Nerd. Um, Alan Jones up the front. And just look at the look at the way he's manhandling that thing. So and after five laps, we've got Jonesy, Bapramano, Moretti... Hmm. 11 or 14, Briggs and Brian Thompson. You can tell who the foreign types are by the way they're misspelling the names. Mm. Mm. 11 or 14. <laughs> no, number 7 in this race. Oh, sorry. Um, anyway, um, AJ pretty much buggering off out front, which when well, I mean, you've got a 850 horsepower, you're going to get that. And uh, AJ was only, what, three years removed from his world championship? Uh, yes. Yeah, 1980 world champion. So interestingly, that uh, the the Monza was uh, was run by. Oh, here we go. Bob Jolly Bob in the Toronto. Uh, Mister Mister Flymo, Mister Electrolux. Bob's been a uh, strong competitor for a lot of years uh, in Victorian sports sedans. Uh, ran a couple of very very handsome and very fast Commodores back in the uh, early mid nineties. Um. Monzas. Monzas. Ah, oh, yeah. The, the, the Bob Jane Monza ended up running at the World Endurance Round at Sandown. In 84. Uh, in 84, the next year, with, uh, mm. with a, couple of, uh, a couple of three interesting drivers. Uh, yes. Well, we had um, DJ and Grice, as I mentioned before. Yep, Dick and, and Gricey. Mm. And uh, Dick thought that the car had uh, more horsepower that it could handle. Mm. And Gricey reckons his grandmother could, it was that easy to drive, his grandmother could make it go fast. Well, Christy's grandmother might be a really good driver. Who knows? <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah. I mean, the, the World Sports Car round in uh, 1984 at Sandown on the Wiggly track that nobody liked. Mm-hmm. And um, the crowd went wild, all three of them. Yeah. You think the um, the, the Middle Eastern rounds that supercars did were um, under-supported? They had nothing yeah. on the Sandown World Championship I, rounds. I, I reckon there are more people going to see current supercar round at Eastern Creek than went to the World oh. Endurance round at Sandown. By the tip where it smells. There, I've got to do it for you. Thank you. Thank no you. Problem. Thank you. Uh, so there's Jimmy. There's Jimmy. Yet again, proving he can drive just about anything with four wheels. Mm. Sometimes um, even two. Um, well, yeah. well, no, it was actually three because the front was stoved in. I assume <laughs> you're talking about 93, 92 yes. again. Yes. Oh, yoy, yoy, here we go. Um, past the Lusty Brothers in the um, Celica, which have managed not to hit anything yet. Mm-hmm. The Lusties. And there's Hubbard in the Jim Richards old um, in, in Jimmy's Falcon. Falcon. And who's he hit? Ray who's Hanger he hit? in the Renmax. Ray Hanger in a Renmax. Donoso, if you're out there, don't cry. 
We know there's a Renmax in your shed. <laughs> Hi, Michael again. Um, that's a very interesting uh, paint scheme on that one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's, uh, I think you get that one lost in the car park. Yeah, no, Footscray Footy Club. No, oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the poor old Renmax is looking a bit second-hand, is it? Wanders its way up the back straight, and uh, there's the K4 just going through again. Just yeah. absolute warp speed. That thing's got some straight lines. So, oh, hang on, debris. Does that mean that there'll be a safety car? Uh, no. <laughs> Here we go. Seven sport replay of smoke, smoke, dust, slow motion replay. Someone's already hit someone, and yet again the TV cameras have missed it. Mm. Uh, Nothing's changed. Well, yeah, that's three of them, so what do you expect? So, what was this 15 laps? Mm. Um, we'd have to be on the penultimate, penultimate, penultimate lap. Uh, looks or like... the penultimate, penultimate... No, I'll, leave it, I'll let it go. <clears throat> that's about as repetitive as Scafie's commentary. Yep. And there they are going into the pits, and yep. wow, there's a bit of a size difference there. So, what? Uh, <laughs> looks like <laughs> the Falcon's about to eat the Renmax, I was, if anything. I, I, I was going to say, uh, do we get to see the fisticuffs, or do they cut away at the last minute? This isn't NASCAR, okay? Uh, Hate the thunder. They haven't got built next door. Yeah, true, true. Y'all. So, y'all. So, uh, Hi, Davey Reynolds. So there's AJ just uh, trucking on out. Mm. And uh, Spe- Speaking of trucking, you've got the uh, Thompson car in front of us, sponsored by Kenworth. Yes, absolutely. And uh, I've actually driven past the shed that car was constructed in, in uh, out of just out of Shepparton a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, built typical of Australian sports sedans, built in the back shed by a bloke with a welder and a, and a, and a pipe bender. Well, it was at least the same length both sides. Mm. It's a very, very wide looking car. Mm. Let's see how wide it is. Now, Jonesy's trying to pass it. Mm, I don't think it matters. I think Not he's on just going to go straight past him. It, it could have been a B-double sideways and Jonesy still would have gone underneath it. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's gone... This is Las Vegas, and you are Carlos Reutemann. Mm, checking out. See you later. Tell you what, he's checking out about as fast as Jay David with all the investors' money. How did he get involved in that? It was John Fitzpatrick racing. Oh, right. And John Fitzpatrick got a load of money off a sponsor, and he thought, yay, all my boats have come in, and didn't realise where the money was coming from. Right. Uh, so uh, the year after all that went under, he was back in Europe with the... Um, Porsches, which eventually ended up being sponsored by Skull Bandit, and uh, in '84 yep. was one of the team managers behind uh, Team Australia. Ah, there you go. Which was sponsored by Bob Jane. Mm-hmm. Like made a lot of money out of tyres. Mm. And speaking of Crema products, in that same race, uh, the one of the Crema cars was driven by Vern Schupen, John Pierre Jarier, and Alan Jones. Alan Jones. So Did somebody say nerd? So yeah, nerd. <laughs> so Hubbard's back out with um, half the front chopped away, and uh, Jonesy's just put another lap on him. And there's the ex uh, ex Gowan's uh, Salika. Yeah, he's gone a bit. Gone a bit. Uh, Tony's mm. Tony's out in the boondocks again. And there's a checkered flag. And there's a checkered flag waved by a bloke in a t-shirt and uh, standing on the side of the track. That's uh, mm. professionalism plus. At least at the Adelaide Grand Prix, they wore a suit jacket. Yeah, well, he, wore a, he wore a suit jacket and he had two flags. Mm. You know, just in case he dropped the first one. Yep. There we go, Alan Jones. So here we go, Alan Jones. Romano. Uh, Pat Romano, mm-hmm. 11 or 14. Mm. I think that um, Romano spelled with an O. It is. Ro- mm. It's Romano, not Raymano. He's the father of um, Paul Romano. Paul Romano, ex-supercars driver. Mm. So there's a nice shot of Someone's the infield of Calder and the big power lines. Irony of irony, Paul Romano drove for... John Briggs Alan Jones as well yes <clears throat> back in the pack loser days now we've got a tent here yep we've got a tent so here we go final positions with your great graphics 
Jones, Romano, Brock, and there goes a car with a trailer, modern day, early day tilt tray. Hmm. Moretti. Rich uh, DS. Rich DS. That'd be a Richards. And Edmondson. Edmund, you would have, if you'd taken the apostrophe out, you would have spelt it. Because hmm, Gary Wilkinson oh, again. Wilco again. Hello. 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 These girls in singlets, they're nowhere near as. Uh, as tastefully attired as, and there's Bob. Look at Bob. Bob and girls in singlets. AJ looks like he's been keeping up his fitness regime, though. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, never, never was a small bloke, was you, he? You'd, you'd really fit back in that Williams in that condition, AJ. Oh yeah, look. See, life's pretty sad when you got Wilco trying to dress you, AJ. This is just, it's terrible. Yeah, um, well, in 20 years, I'm going to be doing. Um commentary for uh, Formula 1 races with uh, Big Daryl. We miss Big Daryl. Uh, we miss Big Daryl. He's uh, noticed that the badge Southern Cross Motors, Bob Jane's uh, mm-hmm. Bob okay. Jane's Southern Motors. There's the um, Porsche. As um, AJ's having a bit of a tear about the fact that he misses Daryl Eastlake so much. Yep. As we all do. Yep. So and here's some bloke who I don't know who it is. Ah, oh, probably some. Probably there's the... a trophy. There's a champagne. Yep. He's trying mm-hmm. to handshake. Why do they give That's them the nice. trophies and the champagne and fill their hands and then handshake? Because they can't be bothered holding it while they handshake. Must be tradition. Yeah, I don't know. What's and here's going Bob on. with the no, no. There's Some Bob in dude. the background. You can tell him with the sun he's on. Yeah. And his current uh, his oh. current current wife's in high school. It's it, it's a VHS player. No, it's not. It's a Seager. No, it's a Seager. Oh, oh my, my god. god. <laughs> wow, eight bit and everything. <laughs> High technology back in the day. Absolutely. Can that um, can that podium girl smile a bit? Sweetheart, you're on TV. You need to smile a bit. I wonder if she's related to Frank Gardner. Or George Fury. Or Fred Gibson. Yep. Hang on, Will goes in front and he's, he's doing the whole, you know, wrap up. Yep, he's got his little notepad, he's closed his notepad. Yep. Oh, the smiling now. Over. The smiling. Yep. Yep. So John Sands congratulates the winners, Calder Park. And, and still haven't showed me the champagne. And ladies and gentlemen, that's, uh, that's all over. And uh, that's it for uh, this edition of the Touring Cast. I didn't say Warps the Cast for once. You've done well. Um, we'll be back with probably the Sandown Preview. We haven't decided what we're doing yet. but the we'll Sandown certainly Preview? Don't you mean the, the Dubbo Hill Climb the Preview? The Dubbo Hill Climb Preview, I mean. <laughs> I'm going back to episode one the here. The greatest race. race. The greatest race. The greater race. The greater race. But it's greater than the greater race. Oh, we're not doing this argument again. Anyway, guys, um, that's it. That's us. Um, Thanks for listening. Feedback always welcome. Uh, Go to the Facebook page and uh, take care of yourselves. Bye. Cheers. This has been a Supercar Insiders production. Please go to www.facebook.com slash supercarinsiders for more of this sort of thing.